cool. Here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for tuning in. This is the official Weekend Showcase reaction commentary for the Disney Pixar film Soul, now streaming on Disney+. Plus. My name is Don Shannon. I'm the creator, executive producer, co-host, and writer of uh, Weekend Showcase, going into our sixth season in February 2021 at uh, youtube.com slash Weekend Showcase. I have a few familiar voices with us for this commentary reaction, and they are... Hi, my name is Kyler Moffitt. I am a co-host and the show's publicist. Hello. My video editor and mass communications grad student. Hello, I'm Sina Roddy, research assistant, website developer, and wearable tech aficionado. <laughs> and I'm Timothy Thompson, special contributor and epic cosplayer. <laughs> nice. And uh, the grad student, um, we, we couldn't really hear your name properly, I don't think, but that was Kiara Douglas, um, in case the recording didn't catch that the first time. But anyway, um, thank you all for joining us, and thank you at home for, uh, for downloading and listening to this and watching the movie along with us. So this is now a, an establishing shot of uh, band class. Got some flashbacks of seventh grade band class rushing through my brain right now. Um, like how uh, have y'all have y'all seen this movie already, or like am, am I the only one of us who's uh, who's coming into this cold? I haven't watched it. Okay, Kiara. This will um, be my third. This will be my uh, second time watching it. Okay, okay, and Cena. Uh oh, Cena, can you hear us? He's his mic yes, is dead. Yes, I'm very excited. I have not seen it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um so okay uh Cena and Kiara this is your this is your first viewing of this film along with me do y'all have any uh expectations of this film I don't know if y'all have seen the trailers and stuff like that before this uh like this is Pixar we know so we know this is going to be an epic uh character journey of some sort but beyond that um, I, I expect well like I I'm just happy that for the representation that's that that's it for me i'm always here for a film that there's this representation um so i just hope that all characters are represented well when taking on characters of color that they're represented equally and not to be typecasted or stereotyped but other than oh, that, yeah, yeah other than that, my, my, my expectations with are, i mean they haven't they haven't missed um too badly in my opinion but uh you know Okay, um, Cena. Yeah, I I expect a a happy ending. Kind of wanted to go right. <laughs> well, it's Pixar, as we know. Like I said, so you're certainly not uh, too far off. I I, uh, I wager this is this is my first viewing as well, and I would actually I would actually agree with uh, what they both said here. Is um yeah, this is this is. This really feels like based on the based on the reaction um, reviews that I've seen, the spoiler free reviews uh, that I saw going into this. It's uh, this is this is this really this movie really is Pixar at its best. Um, and I'm really excited to see what they have going on here. Um, I, we're well past this particular scene, but uh, the beginning section where you have this character, uh, the, the teacher, playing piano like I saw I saw some behind the scenes footage of um, they actually brought in uh, they actually brought in the, the, the music consultant for this movie to actually really? 
do like real piano hand movements. Like the animators actually matched his finger movement oh, cool. to the piano playing. And I love the way that they did that. Like it's Pixar. So here again, like just the attention to detail with little things like that. It, it really easily goes over people's heads if you don't know what to look for. But the fact that they pull it off so convincingly, you know, it all, it's almost like a subconscious education for the people who aren't like in this case, musicians. So like, yeah, this is, this is, this is the vibe that you find yourself in when you're, when you're just riffing, like feeling the music, you know, mm-hmm. jazzing. Right. Yeah. Pretty much, pretty much. Uh, so. Hmm. This is some, we have some, a bunch of side characters here. Um, so Tim and Kyler, y'all have already seen this film at least twice before. Um, what, are you, what, were your, what were your favorite side characters without spoiling too much, hopefully? Um, I definitely like Hurley. Cause he's just like, he's a very supportive friend or student turned friend, I guess you could say. So enjoyed his character a lot. Um, and Oh, uh, another character I like too. But I don't know how to explain it without spoiling it either. Um, the accountant. I'll put it that way. Hmm. Okay. Okay. He was a very interesting character. <laughs> So uh, this is a, an interesting piece of trivia. Apparently, uh, Soul is the third Pixar film and third Pete Doctor film in a row to be an official selection by the Cannes Film Festival oh, after wow. uh, after Up and Inside Out. Oh, that's that's uh, I would say still competition, but like because you know how good those movies were, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. One second. I really- I said I appreciate the versatility of these characters like mm-hmm. yes. the animation when drawing black characters they're always the same mm-hmm. it's nice to see different shades uh, different feature tones the fact that you're actually putting natural hair on the cartoon mm-hmm. um, and the right. well where it's where it's actual realistic shades of melanated people, not a standard harsh brown or an offset of a grayish black. Yeah, uh, this is going back to IMDb's trivia listing for this film. Pixar was mindful of the history of racist imagery and animation and set out to create characters who were recognizably black while avoiding the stereotypes in old cartoons. Acknowledging Good. Acknowledging this effort, director Pete Doctor stated that there's a long and powerful history of caricatured racist design tropes that were used to mock African-Americans. And uh, mm. this is, uh, I guess this is one of the animators. Kemp Powers um, said they used lighting as a way to highlight the ethnic diversity in the living world. And uh, Pixar sought to capture the fine details of these black characters, including the textures of black hair and the way light plays on various tones of black skin. And uh, yeah, knocked it out of the park here. Again, it just. I just love that the focus was on jazz too, because like, not a lot of people know this, but jazz is actually one of my low-key uh, favorite genres of music. Nice. Really. 
Yeah, I don't really talk about it much, but like I love jazz. Okay, so who are your top three favorite artists then? BB King. Wait, no, no, no. This is Tim's question. <laughs> uh, hmm. See, that's where it gets interesting because there's like several different versions of jazz that I like. Like it's 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 very specific. So I like even though they're not technically a jazz band, but they can be labeled as such. Tribe Called Quest. I love it. It's a tribe yeah. called Quest. You say the whole you thing. You say the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, a tribe called Quest. Um, uh, uh, why am I drawing a blank? I don't know why. Caravan Palace, but they are a French electro swing band. So never heard of them. That's what I say. It's really like weird and like niche at certain levels of jazz. And um, I guess it would be either Pavlov Stellar or Tape Five which again are kind of more so like the electro swing version of jazz. But like, I just love that version of jazz. I do love classical jazz as well, but I've never like paid attention to like artists before, just the sound itself. Cause like anybody can play jazz realistically. Right. Uh Oh, I recognize this from one of the trailers. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> it's that thing with Nicole plot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Here it comes right now. Or four Saturday. Oh, so this is Bam, there it is. <laughs> okay. There we go. Yep. Well I know. <laughs> That's crazy. Come on with these transitions. Right? It's so smooth. Oh come on. <laughs> He's about to get a suit. Oh, so, so that happens. That's very crazy. He's like, did I die? Mm-hmm. You know, I thought I died. Ah, like he's on his way to heaven. That is crazy. The escalator to heaven. Anyway. I was gonna make the joke. That's what the escalator. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. And it kind of makes sense dealing with today's society, especially when we're so busy looking at our phones. Especially I did that to where. Like, every time that I'm walking on campus, I pay attention to my phone more than any, like, looking at any into anybody's eyes or anything. <laughs> oh, wow. The Great Beyond. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. The, to the infinity. And the Great Beyond. <laughs> The filmmakers animated the souls featured in this film in a vaporous, ethereal, and non-physical way, having based their designs on definitions about souls given to them by various religions and cultural representatives. Director Pete Doctor described it as a huge challenge, as the animators are used to toys, cars, things that are much more substantial and easily referenced, though he felt the animation team really put some cool stuff together that's really indicative of those words, but also relatable. And also, several artists help create the soul's designs by giving their suggestions and opinions on how they should physically look. I guess that's what crossing over looks like here. John Edwards? Oh, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> been, 20 years since, been 20 years since that shit went off the air. Good grief. I know, but I'm just glad somebody got the joke. <laughs> yeah. Somebody said, where am I <laughs> at my at my job, I'm resident old guy. So, mm-hmm. 
the giant bug zapper in the sky. I can easily see like a small child having a massive nightmare from all of this. You know what I'm saying? Like Why? that wasn't uh, a point. I think I saw in one of the articles about Soul was that um, it takes a more mature approach to their movies, and it's like it's there's it's like Pixar is slowly shying away from just focusing on like their movies targeting kids, and now more so ex- expanding into like more abstract concepts that everybody can understand. Or I would say, yeah. Wow, this looks like some like interstellar kind of stuff basically like sort of like zooming through the black hole into like a tesseract you know what i mean mm-hmm. into the soul stone oh sure <laughs> the soul stone just let your soul glow anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what this movie needed was billy d williams <laughs> I vote I don't for a remake of Soul. Billy like, D. Williams is Joe Gardner. Up here. Pete Doctor began developing this film in January 2016 as he sought new creative directions after winning his second Oscar for Inside Out back in 2015. He pondered the origins wow. of human personalities as well as the concept of destiny. And in this first meeting with Mike Jones, who's a co writer, Doctor pitched an Ooh. idea set in a place beyond space and time where souls are given their personalities. We had a meeting with who? Hmm? Get a meeting with who? Mike Jones. Who? Did you not? Can you not hear me? Hello? Did nobody get that reference? No, I didn't get that reference. <laughs> the, the rapper Mike Jones did a song like, who? Mike Jones. Who? Mike oh, Jones. Yeah, I did. all right. That one, you got me uh, on that one. You got me on that one. Fair enough. I'm crying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, because they're like babies. Oh, that's adorable. The great before. <laughs> Those are the most cutest little things I've ever seen. They say like the most funniest word. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, these characters, I don't know why, these characters like really creep me out. Maybe because it's maybe because it's just like these are these are Pixar characters that are designed to be two dimensional, but interacting with typically Pixar characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, this is this is this is a really fascinating series of experiments with with perspective that I think really only picks yeah, up. Yeah, I really think this is with. probably the most they've done uh, animation animation wise in terms of like complexity, next to maybe like Inside Out. I would agree with that. But then again, this is from the same team that did Inside Out, so. I can get that this is like the inside out world. Mm. Well, it's, I mean, there's a supposedly a timeline in Pixar where all of them are connected. So essentially, this is taking place in a timeline somewhere. It could be in the same timeline. Yeah, it's all, all the Pixar movies are in one continuous timeline, and it's very intricate. Mm. 
So it it could be really it, it it has to be related to inside out somehow somewhere. Okay, let let let's have some fun with this sequence since we're on this scene right here. If you had if you could identify another personality type, like okay, however you understand your personality to be, if you could go into the great beyond and pick a different personality type for yourself, which one would you go with? Mm. Whatever. Mm. Like Brianna has, that's my personality right there. Period. <laughs> I would say a personality. Um, Bold. I want to say be... that I want it to be evil, but. Evil is not a personality type. Is it? Um... I would pick, pick Bold because I was like so reserved as, as a, in most of my life. I would still pick my personality because, you know, I'm not, I'm in between. I ain't too good and I ain't too bad. So I would, I'm the in between. Shades of gray. Right. What about you, Don? What would you pick? Don. Uh, yes. I'm sorry. I'm still. Who would you pick? Who would I pick? Like personality. Yeah, personality wise. Um, Hmm. Honestly, <laughs> hmm. I'm not really sure if like I'm not really sure if like smooth and swaggered is really a personality type necessarily so much as a characteristic. Yeah. You know, because it's like the, the, there's a certain point where certain certain as certain characteristics become just so effortless that they just sort of become interpreted at the very least by others if not by yourself as just what your personality is and not just a part of the sum total of who you are is that if that makes any sense you see what i'm saying mm, i get it yeah see kira gets it I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, <laughs> ordinarily, there'd be like a, like a snapping sound, right? Uh, it's because because jazz. <laughs> snap, yeah, snap, there snap, it snap. is. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Oh, nice! Y'all have a filing system for this. Yes, he's the accountant. I guess if it didn't, it was obvious before him. But this, this reminds like me character. of the. This reminds me of the the hall of bookcases of like everybody's death books in in Supernatural. Yes, this is exactly what that reminds or me. Or like in Hercules with the string. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely a far better uh, Disney reference right there, probably. Nice. <laughs> I love that. Okay. But that's the first problem. Okay. Oh my other God. side other side characters. I do like that little soul right there. <laughs> the manipulative megalomaniac. Yeah, I did not wow. see that coming either when I first watched it. It was so funny. Featuring a selection of moments from your own inspiring life. And just what is this for? 
So the whole thing works is they find out what they like to do and then they earth uh, their earth bag. Yeah, find what yeah, it gives them their past to earth and it means that they're ready to live. Mm-hmm. Uh. Do any of y'all know, like, if y'all, like, already know y'all spark to live, what are y'all supposed to do or whatever? I do. You okay. said you do? Uh, yeah. I want to wanna help people that are not just disabled. It's about everyone. Okay. I, Anybody I, else? Do y'all know y'all spark? I, was say, I think something to a similar vein is that I've always been like the helpful person like to everyone regardless. So it's just a matter of just bringing that happy, happiness to people and just making them happy. I love like, the secrets. I'm, I'm sorry, keep going, Tim. Sorry. Oh, no, it was it. It's just like, I think my work is basically just uh, making other people happy. Mm. I feel that. I'm just out here, you know, trying to make people flourish and grow. Hmm. And I always like to boost other people. I'd be boosting the mess out of my friends. Why? Because you deserve it. And, <laughs> and shining, and I see you, and I support you. Yeah. I guess my spark will be to love everyone. Just to spread love. Just to spread just a freaking like Cupid. Hmm. I would love if if Cupid was real. I would love to be this Cupid. That's my whole. I feel like that's my spark. It's just to love and find love. Don, you, you're the last one. Um, for for what my spark would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Stop it. Think about this. <laughs> I loved this sequence. Yo, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just lost with this little, uh, lost in this little uh, montage of like all these, all these characters and how they're, they're constantly trying to get rid of Twenty Two. They have Sudoku in, in the, the greatest <laughs> pain in the. <laughs> So, so anyway, um, so, so, all right, let's rewind. What are we establishing that the spark basically is here? Your spark was the thing that you like are, you're Get you excited to live. To. Right. That what the, that, that makes you excited to live? Yeah. Them, because yeah, they do yeah. just, they do establish in the movie the difference between a spark and a purpose. Right. Right. I, mean, I would, I mean, I would have said probably, hmm. Hmm. being able to connect with other people, I would say. Like really like in depth and and interesting and mind expanding conversations that either I can come away learning something new or like sort of opening someone else's mind too. Okay, I can see that. You know. Okay.
I love this transition that they just. And I love did. that line when he says that black improvisational music. Right, right, and and they denote also, they denote what jazz how jazz started like the origins right. of jazz. Right. Mm-hmm. And like the way that they execute some of these transitions from like from the hall of you like directly into like what the memory is, it's so subtle. Like the color changes, like it starts off with like blue or purple or whatever the the color scheme of the hall is, and then like mm-hmm. it transitions very gradually and subtly directly into uh, the the um, uh, directly into the memory itself. That's his statue mm-hmm. doing the laundry. That's the thing. Everybody has like per, like. He has at first want to be in. At first, he didn't like jazz when he was a kid. Then his father told him to get into it. Then he tried. Right, his whole life became it, and nobody like wanted to like give him any type of chance and stuff like that. But except for when he was teaching, his dad died. He he felt so wonderful. No, no, no. That's him in the hospital. That's That's him. Oh. <laughs> Although they don't really explain what happened to his dad. Oh, they no, they do. Oh, they do, but it's not like it's not specific, but it's pretty obvious. <laughs> I don't understand where Twenty Two got the cigarette lighter from. Mm. Mm. Anyway, it could have been anywhere. Honestly, she's been around for a very long time. Remember, she's the twenty-second soul. Mm-hmm. Sure, and that's a long time because all them people. Again, look at this figure work. She's so nice. Oh, yeah, like, like, piano is also like one of my favorite instruments. I have two keyboards. Nice. Mm. Glad they don't show ashiness in Pixar. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> There's a lot of cocoa butter on. He's really shiny. Yeah. Shut up, Cena. Shut up. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> and this joke is funnier to me now because I didn't know at the time that she was played by Tina Fey. Oh. When he said you're sound like a middle-aged white woman because she is a middle-aged white woman. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's the best line. That's the best line. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what Earth's for. That gets the that gets the Don Shannon seal of approval right there. That line. <laughs> that's what life on Earth is for. Mm-hmm. Crushing souls. Mm-hmm. Hey, interesting. Come on, Oops. Really? That's all it took? Yep. <laughs> he did his job. Ball. He wasn't doing he a thing. And then, like, oh, I'm on Earth Pass now. <laughs> nah, he did his job for her. He did her, he did her job. Mm-hmm. Well, Fair enough. Did he poop out the pizza? Yep. I wouldn't oh. say pooped it out per se, but like <laughs> it, it's it's you, the poop jokes and references write themselves based on this. Yeah. She wants to be an arsonist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm, Don, I'm I, going I, mute. I, 
I'm going mute because oh. my other. Um, going ghost. So. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hopefully, we'll get uh, Kyler's input on this a little bit more as we <laughs> get done with the other call. Like she's done so much and just like doesn't excite her at all. I love it. I feel like she represents depression. <laughs> and, and Wait, the... she represents depression. She's just yeah. very not enthused about anything. Yes, she do. <laughs> she represents <laughs> depression, depression, being nonchalant. Future, yo, I it's get very it. low, low maintenance. All of that, all of the above. <laughs> she represents all the. At what it means to like not know what you want to do in life so it becomes like a depression for you to do things because you don't think you're good at anything because you have no right care for it. All the care for it. wait i missed what they said dang uh they, they they want to put they want to put joe in the great beyond and they have they're not done um they're not done experimenting with things the great beyond is how he gets home right no, the Great Beyond is where he goes to cross over. Right, the oh, afterlife. Got you, got you, got He's you. trying to not do that. Got you. Just a box. So like, I got a gig. Right, Suddenly, right. I'm flashing back to Monsters Incorporated. Remember all those doors? Yes. That's how they evolved into boxes. Mm-hmm. I'm on to you, Vixar. Why did I call Guy there? A guy like you. Like me? As in... But I mean, if you fell down a manhole, you would technically die. So, like, I get why he has to cross over. Because that was kind of it. That should have been it. I get it. All right, never mind. Never mind. Okay, let's go. You know how when you humans are really into something, you humans. You humans. Place, feels like you're in yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, this is the dog. It's a escape between the physical and the spiritual. She is. I believe they're actually showing this. Come when they yeah. I love how they incorporate all things like. Oh, she made her forget. Oh, she messed up the past. Yeah. Right? Or how they explained what this is, basically. Oh. <laughs> I love that joke, too. Oh, What? What are they, like, soul eaters? Make a trade. Uh, I like a darkness. Ooh, I like it. Uh-uh. <laughs> over there being like a uh, Texas Ranger. What? Like Texas Ranger? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where the Ranger's gonna be. <laughs> I like the ship. Moonwind? I love the name. That almost oh, it gets better. Moonwind. That's <laughs> Oh, okay. Windstar Dreamer Moon. Oh my god. Dreamer Wind Dreamer. Or like Dreamer Dreamer. I like it. Oh, they're from the islands. Yo, come on with this. 
the diversity. Love it. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> huh. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Thank you. He's gonna quit his job. Yo, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so okay, so that's what yep. so that's what causes uh that's people to just have it with their life. So that's so every time somebody has like a Michael Douglas and falling down moment where like I'm mad as hell and I'm not taking anymore, you know, that sort of thing, like that's what causes that. No, I think yep. it's the fact that he like he's lost with he doesn't like his job and he's lost within his life and he doesn't know what to do. So he kinda like that's what he explained it was like obsession that like yeah. just uh, sent him that way. So he got his soul back. So he he finally like woke up from the fact of doing the same thing every day, and that's why he was like, "I'm alive. I'm free." Come on with these metaphors, Pixar. But then this suggests that obsession costs you your soul. Yeah. Well, I feel like in the world of stock, like that's all you do is you obsess. You make trade, yeah. Like you don't you don't care about what you like. You do it because you have to. Because money is on. It's the all line. about. The same can be said of anybody with a serious job. I mean, you know, it, it's it's if you're not if you're not doing it because you enjoy it, you're doing it to to earn a paycheck, to earn a living, to sustain yourself or your family. You know, right. I mean, it's it's a it's rewarding in the sense of being able to support yourself or your family. But at the same time, you know, if it's not what you love to do, you know, it's the end sort of justifies the means to a certain extent. Otherwise, people wouldn't be doing it. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the argument goes the other way, too. Joy becomes an obsession, becomes disconnected. Uh -huh. Yeah, there it is. That's true, bro. You know what? I gotta watch this film again. Moons, Windstar, Moonstar, Tetris. Windstar, Moonstar. Nice. <laughs> yep, it looks like this room. I still say those are amazing names that they chose for these characters. Beautiful names. I love it. They make they poke fun of the whole spiritual guru aspect of the fact like people have really weird names and they take on that role. Mm. I like it. <clears throat> Come on, chakras. Oh, y'all getting into the it. Whole voice like it. I'm on the corner of 14th and 7th. <laughs> uh huh. Imagine silence. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So is that how he gets back to Earth? I I'm seeing this for the first time too. <laughs> Tim, you're not going to tell me. So. I don't know. Oh no, I'm not going to spoil anything. Hmm? I feel like this is this. I'm not going to spoil anything. Get back to Earth though. He's in a coma. Oh god! Smell of hand sanitizer. Oh my god! Like this movie is so 2020, but like, at the same time, not. <laughs> oh, yeah, you probably have a mask on. Uh, oh my god! COVID, uh, yeah, you can tell problems. this. Yeah. 
This was such a pre-COVID hospital. Good lord. Uh, so I can't forget that the movie was pushed back. So like, because right, yeah. Oh no! Two people jumping into one soul or body. You. Exactly. Crying, he walked away like nothing happened. Uh uh-uh, uh, he messed up. Okay. Wait, so now he's gonna be kind of like evil. Nope. Yep, I knew it. I knew he's it. I knew he's it. outside his body. Yo, he messed. Oh, he got into the cat. Oh. Oh. He jumped crazy. into the cat. Yep. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh So does the rest of the world is this for the audience's benefit or like does does everybody else hear the cat and then the and then Joe? Oh no, that gets explained too. Give it a second. There it is. Okay. Yeah. No, it's just for us. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Nice job, Pete. Nice job. Yo, they about to send him to the psychiatric ward. <laughs> uh-uh. Ah! The cat's going <laughs> Wow. So wait a minute. But wait. But the cat wasn't but the cat wasn't dying, right? So when 22 falls in, it just kicked the cat's soul out and up to the great yeah. beyond. Yo, yep. the cat is going to heaven. Wow, this is a mess. Okay, this is a cosmic scale mess. <laughs> yeah. Bendy meets it. Hey, hey, I'm feeling myself. I'm feeling myself. No. I'm feeling myself. <laughs> Wait, you're gonna leave me? No way. That's my body you're in. Oh, okay. Oh, you, you can walk. Okay, that's a cute cat. Like, but would you again, like <laughs> <sorry. laughs> Oh my gosh. Gotta find Moonwind. You can fix it. Moonwind. Mm. Okay. They do not always land on their feet. Noted. This is. He's a lazy cat. They let him keep the jazz shoes on. I'm crying. He's he moves just like Woody <laughs> when he's <running>. uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yep, yep, nice. She, I can't believe this is their first. I can't believe this is their first movie after Toy Story Four, and like it shows. You know what I mean? Like all, it feels like everything they've learned about, like basically, um, uh, everything from how humans are animated, you know, mm-hmm. to to um, characterization, lighting, the physics, you know, interacting with things like liquid, hair, fabric. You know, like you can see that, like everything that they've that the studio has learned while simultaneously basically pioneering this whole process of feature animation, which for all intents and purposes they invented. I mean, this is Pixar. I, I said it before; I'll say it again. So it's like, it's, 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 it's almost like this movie so far feels like watching 
like like watching a student you you took to kindergarten on day one sort of like watching that student walk across the aisle at like at college graduation you know what i'm saying like the first toy story was like the first day of kindergarten and then this film is like 25 years later good lord (laughs) yeah Mm. No, you don't. <laughs> Not in New York. I'm crying. Oh hospital my Hospital gown, hospital gown. <laughs> but to be honest, dude, that's like a normal day in New York. This is season my Oh really? You have been in New York? Mm-hmm. In New York, I mean you see people. Every anybody, any person, just any type of way, just just you're crazy. Come on, let's go. No way. I am staying right here until you stupid body dies. Hey yo! Wow. You're hungry. That's mm. why. Uh huh. Ah. Eh. Okay, this feels like a reference to that internet meme. You know, you know that internet meme about the rat getting the piece of the Yeah. Piece of yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I didn't see that one at all, then. How did you miss that? You've seen this movie three times. <laughs> no, no, I've seen that. I've never seen the meme, is what I'm saying. Oh, oh, okay. I was about to say. <laughs> Tear that pizza up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Marvel? Good. Okay, what I would have loved to see right there was like an Easter egg where we get to see inside of 22's mind and there's joy, sadness, disgust. And... No, I'm kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's too meta. It's too meta. Oh no. Yo. Oh Lord. She said. Yo, yo. Oh my gosh! So the uh, here it is. Joan twenty two debate the correct pronunciation of G Y R O. Twenty two pronounces it the proper Greek it's way. Hero. While Joe insists on the butchered pronunciation common to East Coast Americans, such as himself, Gyro, even insisting that his pronunciation is correct because the word is Greek. I learned that back in high school from a so, uh, Russian history teacher. It's hero. Oh, but for all intents and purposes, the correct pronunciation is supposed to be uh, gyro because it's the etymology is Greek. Yes. Yeah. We call it gyro because we're annoying Americans. Lazy Americans. Yeah, right, right, right. Ra ra ra, freedom. Ra ra ra. You must wait you know what i take back what i said about terry uh the accountant it's it's uh dream wind more wind uh him dang it the government calls it six that's crazy yeah i love his character so much i think i'm gonna say he is my favorite oh and this guy he's still looking through those files yeah. Harry. I'm going to find you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, 
Oh no. I'm weak. Nice. Game over. That's game over right there. That's pretty much game. No. Game set match. He's going to lose his gig, bro. Yeah. It's almost like the world is tiny. At the very least, New York. Wow. I'm crying. Well, she's never been on a body before, so I mean. Oh, no. Uh, oh. This is how I feel. Like a cat? I've been up, like, for way too long. <laughs> I've been like nocturnal. Yeah, this was Tim's favorite character, right? Curly, one of them, yeah. Because like, he's just, because he's a student who grew up admired his teacher and then became like his teacher's bro, basically. Mm. <clears throat> and like wanted the best for him because his teacher did the same for him. Mm-hmm. That's a real student right there, man. He, he That's what I'm saying. Because I've had teachers like that where it's like, I love them as my teacher, and then we grew up and adults and like still talking. Like it's, it's, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. I'm crying. Wow. I mean, fact. <laughs> Closed captioning says Joe as Mr. Mittens yowling. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. There's no winning here. This is what the Trek nerds call a Kobayashi Maru. Uh, The Shrek nerds, you said? Or the Trek nerds? Trek nerds. That makes a lot more sense. That's a very Star Trek term. Yeah, no, the Shrek nerds, no, <laughs> the Shrek nerds would have said something a little bit differently. Probably something like, um, 
Uh, oh, geez. And then I saw her face. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that is some serious trombone right there. Come on, y'all. Listen, that's a prodigy right there. Mm hmm. Come on with the low no. Right. Love that. Dang. That is beautiful. That's how you talk to somebody who's who's ready to quit. You gotta let them talk to themselves. Right. That's. I feel like her job is to be a therapist. Oh, so you're saying that basically this whole process winds up being what finally inspires 22 yeah. to spark and calling and all that. And then she winds up getting an earth pass to do what yeah. she Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> she ends up being like a therapist or something. But I want to try anything. I actually never thought about that when I first watched that, but that would make sense. Hmm. Oh, no. I think 22 is basically pure abstract and like <laughs> actually like assigned a gender because this would be even freakier for what sounds like her to experience. I remember she only sounds like her. Your face uh, was spicy. But how is she going to play the piano? I don't get it. I hate this part. No, come on. Thank you. Stop creating so many insecure and self-absorbed people. Like you said that, yeah. You stop saying too. Here, <laughs> really? <it's> <laughs> I find it interesting that every time these these two-dimensional uh, characters are on screen, the camera always does this weird, subtle little rotation, you know, around the characters, you know, to sort of like. I don't know, are they just sort of like rubbing it in that these are two-dimensional characters and the only way they can express that is by rotating the camera around in three-dimensional space? You see what I'm saying? Like, they see how the camera is very subtly sort of moving from one side to the other while they're talking? Yeah, I see that now. Yeah. Like, I almost didn't catch that and until, like, I saw the, the, the second trailer uh, where, where, where it showed, you know, that... Um, uh, one of them going into the dimension to get 22 for the first time. And I saw like the camera sort of like rotating, like, why are they doing that with every single time that one of these characters is, is shown on screen? And it's like, wait a minute, they have to convey physical space with two dimensional characters. Oh dear. Oh, no. no. There we go. And that's it. I'm weak. And the thing broke too, so he can't shave his whole head off either. Uh oh. Okay, here we go.
Ooh, that beard. Come on. Right? Dez got like a oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with Harold? You never get a cut by the old man. You never do. My video just okay. Come on, the female barber. Shoot, I feel bad. I didn't notice her because like last time I only noticed the uh, homeboy Paul in that chair. I didn't know she was a female barber. That's cool. So he has really good representation. So pay attention to the background here. Uh, when Joe is getting his hair cut by Dez, Dez has a picture of his daughter with the bunny doll from Toy Story 4. All right, let me see. I didn't the there it is, right over Joe's uh, left shoulder on the mirror. Oh, my gosh! How about that? Easter egg! <laughs> Thank you, IMDB. Wow. So, a rather unusual example, this is IMDb again, uh, in that other than several utterances of the word hell <laughs> earlier on in the movie, there is not much content that parents would find objectionable, barring, of course, more devoutly religious parents who don't approve of how ambiguously the great beyond is portrayed. The movie's more introspective existential themes have been noted to resonate much more with older members of the audience than with Pixar's usual target demographic. Tim, this is sort of along the lines of what you were saying earlier. Yeah, I was just about to say that's what I was saying earlier, is that they're shifting more towards like being able to target movies towards the older generation as opposed to the younger generation. Right. Which is very against type for, for Pixar. That's like historically like, you know, it we is. got all three Cars movies almost specifically because Disney wanted to sell little toy cars. Uh, and now they're about, and now they're more so about like talking about like, actual concrete messages, like with Inside Inside Out, talking about like mental health and emotions and whatnot, and then just talking about like um, your more your not your well, yeah your mortality and just like um, your purpose in life and what is did you make of it? Basic human existence, basic human existence, the, the basic uh, fundamental elements that comprise, um, yeah, human existence. We'll just put it that way. <laughs> Come on with the first cut. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> hey. I realized, 
<laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Ah. He's wearing the red dugs. I like this attention to detail. His soul left his body. <laughs> he about to go holistic vegan after that, bro. Uh, and maybe get some psychiatric help while he's at it. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know why this whole sequence reminds me of the very beginning of Grand Theft Auto 4 when you're walking around Liberty City for the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like you're you're sort of like taking in the whole environment because at that point, you know, 2008, I think when that game came out, we'd never seen an open world like cityscape of that level of detail and ah, pants rip. Oh, don't rip them. Oh. That's that seems like it should that seems like it's about to become a meme. Quick cover your butt. Once again, all of the all of the instruments in this movie were like animated very particularly and precisely to how the instrument would actually be played with that specific song that it's doing in real time. Mm. That's the biggest thing more than anything else about this film that amazes me about the way that it was put together, you know, because of all the because the, the fact that they did that with all of the different instruments that are used in the course of this film. It's almost like the 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 it, it's not just it's not just the 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 vocal performance when there when there's songs getting played that require lyrics but also just the 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 instruments themselves and the hand movements are performers unto themselves. Hmm. Hilarious. Look like he's about to deck him in his face. Yep. It's New York subway. Mm. 
Ah! Yep. Ah! <laughs> oh my gosh! Ah! Hmm. Yeah, you're going. You're going back into the hospital now, buddy. <laughs> oh man! So going back to no, she didn't say that. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh. I really ate more of this conversation than I should have. So more trivia from IMDb: the tailoring shop owned by Joe's mother is known as Libas. In Urdu and Hindi, clothing is called libas. I think that's how that's pronounced: libas, meaning what you wear. just came to me what was it is it Alicia Rashad voicing her oh my oh, god uh, I think so I yeah. think so yeah check that Tim check that I'm working on it working on it this is I stand oh man it is it is that's Alicia Rashad oh. nice call Kiara oh. I was like yeah I was trying to think for a while why she's not a familiar I couldn't remember her thing that's why yeah. wow that's a whole Mrs. Huxtable right there. Okay. That is the mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so back to IMDb. On the wall in the room that this scene takes place in is a picture with the motto, sewing minds the soul. It might be a common saying, but it also has a double meaning in this moment because this conversation with Joe's mother is crucial for 22 finally coming around to understand the pleasures of living and life on earth. So this scene literally mends the soul of 22. Oh. The lighting in this thing was so great when she moved in front of the window. Mm-hmm. It's natural. Went from yellow to whiter. Hopefully, he doesn't bend down again in this new suit. Mm-hmm. 
Jazzing. Oh. Jazzing. Yeah. <laughs> I love how how often like okay, this is a commentary track that we're recording here, trying to react to this movie in real time. But at the end of the day, I, I can't help but notice at a subconscious level, like how often we find ourselves sort of letting dead air slip into this thing. Like we're all just kind of like watching this movie. It doesn't help that like two, two or three of us have never seen this movie before. And yeah. I'm trying my best not to spoil it, yeah. Yeah, so that, that too. But it's like at the same time, you should. <laughs> this really is... Yeah, but at the same time, it, this really is an amazing sort of like character study into humanity, sort of like what we were talking about, uh, what was it, like 10, 15 minutes ago, basically, when it comes to like what, uh, you know, what is, frankly, what is a soul, right? What are, what are characteristics? What is a personality? What, are, what, is, what, is, what is baggage even? You know, what is, you know, like what are these, what are the uh, propensity to experience that anyway? And how does that affect you and your ability to to exist as a fulfilled human being, which is what we got a little bit of with the with the um, uh, with with the gigantic monsters that were like that were chasing them in the beginning and, and uh, not in the, the lost souls, yeah, the lost souls. Thank you, yeah. So yeah, we got a little bit of that. We got a, a more thorough examination of that in Inside Out, but the way that this film dealt with it uh, a little bit more aggressively, as far as what that is and how to break yourself of that. Um, you know, this is these are these are these are really amazing sort of theories and 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 insights into like how that sort of process works and how um, not just not just the mind, but like here again, hence the title, how the how the human soul works. Like, what do you? What really does make you you? Yeah, this is twenty two having a straight up epiphany. Sort of. <laughs> and like, but that that's kind of a foreshadowing thing right there. That he says that it's just regular living, and that might have been her spark, who's just experiencing things. <clears throat> what some people think is just regular living, other people like love that part of life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that might have been for her, but. Since we have Moonwin back on screen here, I should bring this up as well. I missed my chance to say it earlier in the movie. Moonwin states that his while his passion was Tetris, his main occupation is helping lost souls in the zone. This foreshadows that a passion and a purpose are not always the same thing. Yeah. He is the living embodiment. That's what I get for that they reference about like there between a spark and your purpose. Right, right, right. Because purpose is what you is what you give yourself. Spark is what um uh I guess spark would be more so wouldn't it's still the same thing now. There's a difference in two, I just can't word it right. Mm. 
Yeah, there's a lot to ingest in this movie and makes you think a lot more. Ah, that... crap. Oh, what happened? All righty. Here Terry we go. Got him. Yeah, Terry found him. Terry, the accounting joint found him. What's going on here? What's happening? Oh, he's pulling them out of the bodies back yep. into the previous. Yeah. Terry, mind your business, sir. Don't <laughs> leave him like dead on the ground like that. Are you for real right now? Just touch it. Terry's a whole hater. Yo, that's crazy. What is wrong with him? He's an accountant. He's Joe was supposed to die. That was the whole point. Ah, uh, bro. Terry and then he cheated the system. And Terry's like, no, you're not gonna mess up my math because you're you're selfish. Get where you're supposed to be. Mm. Can you see she has her earth pass? You found them. No need to take me. It's so nice to have everything back in order. So they're like the gods of this world, essentially. Oh my goodness. Check this out. Yeah. I saw that. I saw this like right when they got back up to beyond. This is great, great. I'll tell you. And that's the thing is that it's never explained exactly what filled in her last box. It's just left open to interpretation. That like her time on Earth essentially filled in her box. A super job. Hey yo, Terry is a whole hater. He's not a hater. He was doing his job. I, I don't like Terry, man. He can go somewhere. I like Terry. <laughs> he could, he's he the closest thing so we have to an antagonist in the movie. Stupid Terry. Terry. <laughs> and like he only does one thing. I only do one thing on this ship. Yes, I do one job, so I'm going to do it. <laughs> Hashtag Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. There it is. Why doesn't he just jump in with you it, know? It what? won't matter. He, he doesn't have other pull him back. Yeah. There it is. Wow. Oh no. Oh. Yeah, this is the part where it explains the difference. Or it doesn't even explain the difference, but just like eye opening. Hey, uh, we never found out what 22's purpose was. We never found out what 22's purpose was. Helping people. I'm telling you, she, she's... Purpose. You don't assign purpose. Hey, yo, he drags. Because he was trying to say it's more to life than just your purpose. Or I mean, it's true. As a purpose. Like his spark might be music, but music isn't his purpose. Mm-hmm. 
Listen, the spark is what brings you happiness and makes life worth living. Purpose is what you do with your life. Stop. No, she can't go back in her depression. Cute. She's gonna become uh, one of the uh, the no purpose uh, eater joints thing. The lost soul. Wow. <laughs> the lost no soul. purpose eater joints. <laughs> Boy. Mm. I know. This is depressing. I don't like this. I'm in my feelings. What? At least we're like back to normal now. Eh, more or less. No, 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 man. Who let this lunatic in here? Who let the lunatics in? Is that Angela Bassett? Uh, hold on, I'm on it. I think so. I remember her being listed originally. Uh, that is... Yes, Angela Bassett. You know what? I'm here for this film. Out here just getting all my faves. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who Paul was, though. Because Paul is David Diggs. Mm. Who the heck was Paul? How old is he in this movie, like right now? Oh, oh, Paul. Now I remember Paul was one in the barbershop. Yeah, that's David Diggs. Uh, David Diggs from Hamilton. Diggs from Hamilton? Yes. Which, by the way, Davi Diggs is, is just amazing. And that was, oh, Dez was Donnell Rawlings. You know, Ashy Larry. <laughs> He's so ashy. <laughs> oh, I did not know that. Graham Norton. Huh. There's a lot more like. Are you reading off IMDb right now, too? Because there's only the, one person in here doing that. I'm on the Wikipedia for it. Ah. Fine, whatever. That source is not reputable. Anyway. <laughs> Man, I didn't know his voice too was Moonwind and Paul. But it's funny, Paul, that like such a is credited because he's not a major character at all, but everybody else is. It's just because Davy Diggs voiced him. Nice. We old. Yeah. <laughs> Go to bed. They were that's what they're doing. <laughs> This is the Queen of Wakanda. <laughs> Was his name Nemo? 
And the first time I heard that, I thought the same exact thing. Yep. I mean, it's Pixar. I, thought, I was thinking this was a reference to Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. The way they animate her natural fro. Right? But even that, just like her her body language and her facial her facial features, it's just, it's, it's like again, mocap without mocap. Uh, again, this is Pixar. They invented this kind of, this kind of animation, basically. Like, God, what they've done with, like, animating humans <laughs> is insane in this movie. I mean, everybody is, like, obviously, like, stylized, but it's, like, what I want to see is, like, what would they do? This is what this, is what this film want, is making me wonder right now. What would Pixar do if presented with an opportunity where they uh, to make a movie where they basically had to do photorealistic humans? We've seen them do, you know, stylized humans to death, you know, especially between this film, uh, Toy Story 3 and 4, and Inside Out. We've seen them do stylized, pseudo-realistic humans to death, but, like, we need. I I really want to see what the Incredibles. They like, if they basically just did humans. the Incredibles at a higher, higher degree of um animation, is what you're saying? Because the, well, the like... Incredibles was like Incredibles was less stylized than than um than Inside Out. I would say Inside Out and this film they tried they steered hard into like as realistic as possible. Incredibles yeah. didn't have to didn't have to really try for anything resembling actual realism. It was a it was a glorified love letter to comic books. Right, because no. if you think about it, I think Incredibles is the only movie that they had where it's all human characters. Uh, well, no, Brave. Well, mostly because Brave, uh, Brave, kind of because the yeah, models are yeah. no bear. But other than that, they don't do a lot of. You count the bear as one of the. What is this, brother bear? You can't really count the. Actual... The bear was her mother. I mean, but it's not. <sighs> In terms of having a whole Pixar movie where they're humans the entire time, they don't do that. Except for, right. like, Incredibles. All right, all right, I'll give you that. All right, that's fair. That's a fair point. Their whole thing is just, like, anthropomorphizing anthropomorphizing everything else. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I lied. Up. No, Up was Up had a bunch of stylized people, too. But the 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 main I'm not getting in in, in terms of like how they look, but like I guess as, as was the original argument. Um, I, actually, that comes down more so to my my other gripe with this. I'll, I'll get back to that at the end. Okay. I'm getting ahead of myself now at this point. This is uh this looks to be some sort of a montage of like a greatest hits compilation package of Joe's entire life, I guess, right? <laughs> Joe Gardner, the hits. With such classics as pecan pie eating and chalk writing. <laughs> Joe Gardner, this is your life. Basically. Wow, look at that city. Beautiful. I mean, this is freaking Pixar. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me right now? 
are you kidding me right now? I mean, we knew we knew Pixar was capable of doing the planet and the stars from Wally. We knew we've seen them do this before. But like, <laughs> but like all the rest of that, like from the city, like all the way down. This is like, wow. I have those seeds all around my backyard. Yeah, I remember those back in the day. I don't see them as much as I used to, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, I listen to piano a lot. Like, that's all I listen to during like, the day. Like, I love piano. So this is this is Joe being in the zone, basically, right? That's what this whole like this lighting choice. Yep. Looks like he is in the disco, but he's playing piano. Mm. Oh, interesting. You can just disconnect yourself from what you were doing and like, okay. Oh. Oh, that's a plot loophole. Oh my god. What? Oh, that she technically lived. Technically, I come on. Yeah, it's she, she's not wrong. Technically, she did. She lived for like a whole millennia. She. Well, no, he meant by that she lived in Joe's body. She right. lived for a whole 24 uh, hours. Right. That, that, yeah. that feels like kind of like plot convenience, but like in reverse, because usually that's the sort of thing that's done to like move the plot towards a positive conclusion. When this is a seriously like, this is this is one of those revelations that's like, Buzz Light, you're breaking his wing. You know what I mean? Like, this is one of those like, you know, uh, bottom of act two, beginning of act three sort of situations that tries to set up the conclusion by tearing the protagonist down to their lowest point. Hello. Just a box. Requested Terry is doesn't exactly mess up the meeting because <laughs> he didn't do his job. He took, he took uh, the trophy back. <laughs> Whoa, Nelly! <laughs> it's funny. Oh, guys, she just transformed. I was wondering why she was so small. Oh my god. No. Don't throw the children. Okay, now I'm reminded of like bleach, where like you know that, that hole in the chest, right? Different bleach. Yeah, I remember. I know, no, no, I I definitely remember. I just didn't know you knew about bleach. Bleach is one of my favorite anime slash mangas. There you go. The hollows, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That happened. He ate him? No. Um, Delicious oh. and nutritious. Tastes just like ectoplasm. <laughs> oh, 
Interesting. This is kind of scary. Again, this is like nightmare fodder. This is clearly meant to be some sort of a visualization of like intense anxiety and self-judgment. What a bad girl. But but wait, his body is in the zone and like Yeah. Does it matter that he lost the the the, the sticker? But he he has a little Okay. The crap is this now? Well, he's in the, he's still talking to her, in her, um, lost soul form. Okay, back to normal. Um. Oh, wow. Sure, normal. Let's go with that. <laughs> So this is uh this is Tony Stark has just snapped his fingers and like Thanos just <laughs> away. Give him an Earth Pass. He can't stay up there. Please, <laughs> man. Stop. This ending is too harsh. Ah. Is that India? China? Uh, sure. I'm crying. Wait, they went together. And wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. All right. Here we go. Let go. Here we go. Where is she going? Who is she going to be? I want to see. You can't stop there. I want to know what she looked like in human form. Nope. You don't get to know that. 
That's stupid. I'm mad. That's crazy. You tell me this. Wait, 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 Tim. Is that serious? Like we don't get to see what 22 lives as? No. And I know it's really frustrating. Don't draw me. So that's the last you see of 22. Hmm. He can't die. He didn't even do nothing wrong. You know what? He cheated. He cheated the system. You know what? He's accepting he's accepting his fate that he's the the crossover. He did everything he's supposed to. (laughs) Terry needs to go to the great beyond. (laughs) Terry is in the great beyond. Well, he needs to go to an upper stage of the great beyond because he's not (laughs) the greater beyond. The Great Beyonder. Yes, thank you. Y'all saw what he was trying to See, do. Told you. Just, you gotta be patient. <laughs> I don't know why all the counselors are named Jerry, but you know what? I'm a, I'm a... They're all named Jerry except for Terry. Why though? I don't know. Because God. Nice. You've been talking. I can't remember. Womp, 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 womp. Go live, Jeff. Shout out to whatever counselor uh, letter that Jerry is. <laughs> Jerry A. Jerry A is the goat. Wow, that was that was some fast teleportation right there. That was <laughs> was Doctor Strange involved in this movie? <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. But does he meet 22 again? These are the I real mean, questions. Tim just said, no, like I said, when I said that the last you saw at 22, that was the last you saw at 22. Nah, he got to meet 22. They got to meet up. Nah. I wanted that too, but you don't get that. 22 goes on to live for life. Yeah, I don't appreciate this. Or their life. What are, what, are little, what are these little counting things called that they used to use in the... Abacus. Abacus. Dude, my, that's what my grandpa used to use in his shop. Mm. Okay, but now that we're at the end of it, I wanted to, it, mm, because it it goes back to what me and Don were talking about earlier about how the Pixar movies and the detailing of their humans, and it's a it's an issue that like still goes on in animated movies, and like I think they try to fix it throughout the process, but. When it comes to like animated movies and black characters, they don't keep them black the entire time. Yes. What do you mean? So, so like, for instance, let's, essentially, even so, like, I so like Princess and the Frog, right? That was the yes, last. Yes, I was gonna get into that one too. That was the last film by Pixar that they did handwritten in the studio before they went like whole uh, digital and CGI. Every. Black people in um, cartoon animation, sci-fi, anything that's like extraterrestrial and not dealing with actual physical everyday life, every single time that they're represented, there's always somewhere in the plot or even the character as itself where they can't be just a regular person. Like, like in Princess and the Frog, she was a human, but she had to be a frog throughout the whole film. Like 95% of the movie, she was a frog. Uh, turned back into a human. And mm-hmm. then, he is a human man, but then he got turned into a cartoon animated soul throughout yep. the 
versus staying as an actual human being. And, and then so, when you get like, his body back, it's voiced by Tina Fey the entire time. Right. And so it's like, it's this problem that when you tell the stories within Black characters, Black culture, Black art, is somehow always, you always try to either, it's always like whitewashed or you try to change it where you're trying to add another additive than versus just telling the actual story and just letting a black character be no different than a regular regular white. And it's like not even a picture. That's what I was just going to say. Exactly. And it's also worth noting. I'm sorry, go ahead, Sina. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, I guess they're just trying to show that we're all the same. Well, that's the case. They wouldn't do that in the first place because like, like I said, Pixar is the only person that does that because I think what Spies in Disguise was a dude, DreamWorks movie, and they did that in which Will Smith's character was a bird. Oh, hold on. Movie. Wait, 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 Tim, hold on. Hold that thought one second. I saw something in the credits I want to point out in a second. One of the counselor Jerry's, was that Alice Braga? Yeah. Yeah. Queen Borg was in this movie? Yep. Queen Borg was in the movie, man. Oh, my God. Okay, excuse me while my head explodes. All right, Tim, keep going. Oh, yeah, that's what I was saying, like, uh, Spies in Disguise that, too, where Wilson's character was a bird for most of the entire movie. That's why, and that's why I noticed before, is, like, when it comes to black characters in animated movies, they don't stay black. Something has to happen to them for whatever reason to set the third. And it's been, a, it's, been, it's been slightly getting better, I guess you could say, but it's been a huge problem in the beginning stages. Um, and on the heels of what uh, what Kiara first started pointing out about um, about the the whitewashing of certain characters, this actually is uh, another piece of trivia from IMDb. A lot of people weren't pleased with Tina Fey voicing Twenty Two because of Twenty Two taking over Joe's body. So essentially, a white woman playing a black man, especially because of um, <laughs> oh boy, again, this is IMDb saying this because of Tina Fey's professional history. Oh, well, what it says of her history of racism in her shows like 30 Rock, where she once did blackface. Oh, I didn't know about that part. Oh, I knew. So, well, there you go. No, so. it's just always very interesting. Somehow, some way, like, white people always be just, I don't know, like racism is, people in. it has to dip into their past somehow, some way, and I don't understand. I just, I'm like, can you, can you not? do you have to is this like i don't know they're like oh i i don't i don't get it i don't it's well not- they tried to sidestep it as tactfully as they could here because it's never established that 22 ha- even has a gender let alone an ethnicity so it's just treated as a soul that happens to occupy an african-american body and that's basically <laughs> all that there needs to be known about that you know so like if you're gonna go ahead and do that that may be like the the it's it it's it tries really hard to be the safest, most politically correct way to, to execute that idea. You have to remove ethnicity and gender completely from the equation so that people see this as a, just a soul, just a nondescript yeah. soul that happens to be occupying a human shell that's, that's identifiable by these, 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 these individual uh, physical characteristics that we assign you know, uh, 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 you know, names and terminologies and such too you know no that's understandable that's 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 fair and i appreciate that is you know but um i it i do i mean you know it's not up to me i'm not i'm not you know i can't tell the artistic director to do whatever but um i just find it very interesting 
the people. I love how that, right, right here, right here. They have a whole staff of cultural and music consultants. That was right. like, that's at least a dozen names in there of mm -hmm. people who are just there to ensure that the, 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 the represent the, like like here I was saying in the beginning the representation and the portrayal of all these of all these different people and all these different these different cultures and especially the musical influence that's rampant throughout this movie is accurate and authentic I love that they have a whole staff devoted to that within the production team but uh, Kiara go ahead and keep going no I just I find it interesting the people that you decide to choose in choosing somebody who has had done blackface to step in and do a role of that such such. But, you know, that's that's none of my business. I mean, if that's if that's who you choose, that's who you choose. And obviously, I would think that you would talk about that within contract and negotiation, maybe, I don't know. But um, it was a great film overall. Um, but I, I, you know, I do point that out, even with like Tim was saying of how, I don't know, it's just like, you have a chance to really do something with a black character and still you try to disassociate uh, oneself from the body and form it into mm -hmm. being. Um, but also maybe that's just, you know, that's the plot and that's fine and that's okay. Because I will say that the other supporting characters and the background and the exposition um, was very, very spot on. Mm -hmm. For whatever he lived, I would presume he's living in Harlem and even with his mother and the love interests and his barber and everything like that, that stuff does matter. So, you know, it's a good thing. That's only great, but it's not even great with this movie. It's just great with like the uh, process as a whole. Like this, this movie did a, a lot for like, representation. Mm -hmm. Right. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, Don't think it's more so a step in the right direction. Let, yeah. Let's, let's, let's backtrack one more time before we go ahead and wrap this up all the way. Um, we were the last one of the last things we were talking about before we hit the credits was this notion of what happened to 22 after uh after we see her kind of like descend down into what looked like i don't know china or or uh, india or something but 22 goes to earth um mm -hmm. and we don't see where we don't see in what capacity like you know 22 could have been born as an insect for all we know it just doesn't it's it's left to the audience's uh imagination essentially <laughs> nice right um nice and, um rap music over here um but so going back to imdb one last time in another alternate ending joe was touring with dorothy williams and teaching students privately on the side and 22 was a new student and he recognized what? it was her according to kemp powers this ending was rejected because quote there was something innately not satisfying about it end quote so i guess it's because it ruins the mystery of like what happened in 22 Oh God, crazy! Like, and then homes at least six feet away from each other throughout the Bay Area. <laughs> wow. I, I want to know what happened in twenty two. Like, but I, other thing is, I want to know too. I at least want to know at the end of the day for somebody who constantly was searching. But I don't know. Maybe that's the motif of it all. Constantly searching for what she's meant to do. Right. Her ending point was that she didn't need to search for what she was meant to do. She just needed to search for a purpose to be present on earth i get that but like Just still I little, yeah what she was meant to do like that's the whole thing like she i i over here thinking she's going to be a photographer or a, or a therapist because she's talking about all these experiences that she that had perfect sense symbolically and right and y'all see me with her going to earth 
being whoever and God knows what. And I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Maybe that's me. I just, you know what, Terry, get out of my face. I don't care about you. <laughs> so you think the movie's over, whatever. I, I just, you know, I just want to know for me, because most of the time in Pixar, like they wrap it up with everybody, like a pretty good ending. Mm-hmm. Confirmed and I'm safe in the back of my head. But this time you leave me, I don't know. You just, you leave me, leave me hanging. And I don't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever, you know. Um, Cena, final words on on Soul. Uh, it was I like the kind of like the care caricature like um sort of <laughs> shapes that they had. I mean, you know, it was funny. It just not even listening to it, just looking at it was funny. But of course, um, you know, there's a lot of messages behind it, and you know, yeah, you know, there's a couple of things like you know you said the blackface and you know it's so weird that you know because you know back in the old days of um shakespeare they wouldn't let the women so they would have the men dress up as women um so of course we don't do that anymore and you know we shouldn't do blackface anymore and i was looking into this um it's so weird um the persian santa has blackface and it's so racist and they're saying now they're trying to paint half his face white, so it's not as racist. But wait still a second, like, who, who's they? Who's the source on this? Um, I just checked it. This is one of the cited sources on Wikipedia. Um, it's somebody who's uh, writing it that lives in the U.S. But this is off of Iranian.com. I think this is a website here from the U.S. Um, somebody who lives in the U.S. that you know notices that this is not okay because me growing up. You know, I mean, this is racism towards black people doesn't exist in my country. But I was reading, you know, like we call black people just black skin. Like, that's all we know. So I see why, you know, I never noticed this. But like, of course, now I'm looking into it. And there's a line where there's a line where um, uh, cultural norms sort of give way to intolerance. Yeah, we have to be more, um, what do you call it? Uh, we have to pay attention. You know, it's not just about what's going on in Iran, but like how other people look at Iran. But, you know, of course, you don't want to, you, you want to care about, you know, you don't want to care about how people think about you, but of course you want to think about how you represent yourself as well. So it's good uh-huh. to, um, yeah, you know, of course. Yeah, I, I get how, you know, it's in the movie, there was a, what do you call it? Um, black um, uh, black man and then a white a white woman I mean you know, maybe it would have been better if there was a black woman um, playing 22 um, 22's voice however you know as we said we shouldn't really we should take gender out of the equation because that's just humanity I mean of course we're gonna have either a guy or, or a female I mean, you know, it can't be helped that this movie has to be marketed to an audience made primarily of humans and not just yeah, exactly. you know, other like disembodied souls, you know what and I mean? Who, would have, yeah. I, who I know would have gotten an ex- even more of a kick out of this movie than we with our like limited human perspectives and understandings and ability to sort of like see and recognize allegory and metaphor, you know, to, to be able to recognize and uh, uh, and enjoy it for what it is and what it is. And more importantly, what it is trying to convey and what it is trying to be. Yeah, exactly. But, um, right. And, you know, I was just going to compare this to, um, this is my culture. So, like, in our culture, you know, we believe that uh, 
Christians, we all have the same God, um, the Jews, everybody. Um, and we actually see this is the fault. Like, like I'm saying, you know, you're saying, yeah, we were humans. But then even I want to compare it to how in English, like how we say God is a he. Um, in my language, we don't have um, we we don't have to refer to things by what is it? Their pronouns. And right. so that's just a fault of the language. I believe that because, you know, God is a higher being. Like, how can, can how, of course, you know, I understand how he's, you know, Jesus, of course, and that's a man. So we call him he, but really God is a higher being. And in my, in my um, culture, it's kind of like disrespectful to call him a he. So, yeah. We, this feels like something that deserves a larger conversation than we really have time for because we're really over True. time right now on this commentary as it is. Um, we should definitely. Yeah, there's a lot, you know, that goes into the culture. Unpack, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like I, I fully, I like. There was a part of me that hopes that, like, that that Pixar is going to be doing, like, after you know, uh, after the Lightyear movie comes out, and like after, uh, um, yeah. What's the other thing they're going to do? Turning Red <laughs> is the other big thing that they're working on next. Um. But uh, once all that settles, like they can actually like sort of yeah. jump on the bandwagon of like the other Disney studios and do like s- short form spinoff content for at the very least, uh, like other other souls in uh, in this fran- in this in this film, sort of like the way that Forky got little standalone short form content after Toy Story 4 came out. Uh-huh. That was exclusive to Disney Plus because like there's a lot of Cena hit on a little bit of, of like the broad tapestry of possibilities. To really sort of explore here as far as like um as far as what uh, as, as far as different house how human beings sort of adopt and sort of assimilate into prior pre-existing cultures and how that informs a person's sort of worldview and what their role is in the world that they occupy i mean seen is that a, a fair assessment yeah 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 um, yeah, we, 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 we should probably come back to that at a, lar- at a later time, but, um, let me go ahead and, uh, uh let me see, uh, Tim, were you, were you done with your final thoughts on this? Yeah. Cause most, like I said, most of my final thoughts are just more on the aspect of representation in this movie and how we come a long way through other movies in, right. in terms of like black people not staying black people in, in movies. Right. So, like other than that, I would love this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I I enjoyed it too. I um I did not expect. See, I was I was warned to that I might wind up crying by the end of this, <laughs> this movie. Uh-huh. A friend of mine actually just straight up said, "Oh, you're gonna watch this movie? Yeah, get ready to shed some tears." I think you you probably would. I actually did not. I did not cry during this film. I was very pleasantly surprised by the way that the way that this handled um first of all the afterlife, um just on its face, and then secondly. Um, the way that the dynamic is, between these two primary characters, between Joe and Twenty Two, is is executed in a way that makes um, in a way that makes physical characteristics, as we had like established uh, in this or earlier in this commentary, anyway, <clears throat> physical characteristics such as such as uh, gender and ethnicity, kind of an afterthought, because ordinarily that's the sort of thing that would help sort of set a tone for the dynamic that would exist between uh, between more than one person, you know, uh, similar to how, and to a certain extent, char- the, those are the types of characteristics that help inform the tone for how people on earth uh, tend to, at the very least, see themselves, if not see others, which unfortunately is still a lot of, of a lot of what happens in the world now. But, um, 
I think as long as content like this keeps as stories like this keep getting made that sort of challenge audiences to to step outside of their own um, 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 perspective and and really sort of take a step back and then think not just not just rationally but uh, but emotionally and almost spiritually about what their what their role is in the world in the world and what their what their potential ability to give back to the world is you know right what's your spark what's your, your passion versus your purpose right yeah mm-hmm. you know that's that's a message that deserves repeating and i'm i'm really proud of of uh of pixar for having found a way to to get us started down that road of thought uh, mm-hmm. with this film mm-hmm. yeah so um i guess we can go ahead and wrap it up there <laughs> um so this has been the uh the weekend showcase reaction commentary to disney pixar's soul now streaming on disney plus um thank you all so much for for downloading and listening to this long-winded conclusion <laughs> and the and the commentary as a whole um don't forget to check out our channel at youtube.com slash weekend showcase feel free to like and subscribe and uh, check us out basically anywhere on uh, uh any major social media platform at weekend showcase we're still working on like getting more content out on uh on tiktok but we'll get there right tim i'm working <laughs> on it okay 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 <laughs> not patient with the man behind the curtain pulling the levers <laughs> cool um and uh once again like thank you at home for listening and um yeah we'll see you next time and uh i'm don shannon and with me this week were Cena Cena Roddy Kiara Douglas and Timothy Thompson yeah and also earlier we had uh, Kyler Moffat as well but uh, she'll be joining us uh, with the next commentary as well and uh, cool everybody uh, be good be safe catch y'all next time later peace bye, bye. <laughs>